Islam. Islam, more. How you doing? All is well. All is really well. I'm about to tell you, Lord. Oh, all is well. All is well, more. Praise Allah. Praise Allah. Glad you can join in, more. Um, got your message earlier. You know, what I'm saying definitely wanted to just, you know, use this opportunity. So uh, this will be our first time, kind of demonstrating and building with each other on, on Clubhouse on this platform. So, you know. Indeed. Um, before I I join in, is there anything you want to share or uh, speak on? Uh, nothing in particular, brother. Man, I'm here at the wells of uh, of how the energy flows and where the thought process goes. You know, uh, not really have much to say. You know. Okay. Indeed, indeed. Praise Allah. Praise Allah. Um, and if and if you are. Uh, Observing Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak. Uh, Praise Allah. Alhamdulillah. Um, I wanted to kind of just talk on this this uh, topic, try on Allah, um, and the inspiration is is I always try to get inspiration from either demonstrations that have been given in the temple previously or, you know, something that I come across in my studies. So, last night on Holy Day, um, at the meeting at the temple, they, uh, there was a conversation. We originally was speaking on, uh, we were originally speaking on the, the Moorish flag, um, but uh, one, of, one of the sheikhesses had uh, demonstrated and she started speaking in reference to the keys pertaining to the Elo- Elohim. So with, with, when that came about in that conversation, the subject matter, of course, uh, I believe chapter 11, when the trial on the law came about, you know, um, trial on the law breathed forth and stood seven spirits before his face so with that being said just basically uh, we kind of expounded on that and you know everybody gave their measure and so one of the things I spoke about because there was a, a sister uh, who had a question she was she was confused on trying on the law uh, I take it that she was confused on the concept of a trial on the law and so what I did was I referred to chapter 10 of Amor Sholi Quran where Jesus spake on the unity of a law and man to the Hindus you know in verse 4 it says the universal Allah is one yet he is more than one all things are one By by the sweet breath of Allah all life is bound in one so if you touch a fiber of a living thing, you send a thrill from center to the outer bounds of life. And uh, of course, later down on verse 13, it says, all peace, people worship Allah, the one. Well, but let me go before that. Before that, the question is asked of Jesus by the lawyer. Um, I pray to Jesus, tell us, tell who is this Allah you speak about? We are his priests, his temples, and his shrines. 
And Jesus said, the Allah I speak about is everywhere. He could not be compassed with walls nor hedged about with bounds of any kind. And all people worship Allah, the one, but all the people see him not alike. The universal Allah is wisdom, will, and love. So I kind of just wanted to build on that aspect when we have the um, conversation about the trial on the law, because I, I still see, at least in my interactions with uh, certain Moors, um, that some still have this confusion about the trial on the law and Elohim. Um, like some people will use the terms that will apply. I'll use the case in point I, with the Bible, for example. Right. Um, if you go to the Bible in the book of Genesis, the first word that is used for God is Elohim, right? So we, as Moors in the temple, we already know by definition in our Moors questioning what Elohim is. Seven created Elohim. spirits. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Islam. Absolutely. Created everything that ever was, isn't that more to be. So that's seven spirits. You know, in the essence, that's seven spirits. That's more than one. And then uh what other name? Okay, um, I might be saying it wrong. Okay. Cause I don't have the I don't have the key I don't have the key in front of me. Um, what, what, which key you, you, oh, you talking about that uh, after the Quran questionnaire yeah after the Quran questionnaire um, who is Elohim the seven created spirits that created everything ever was is and ever more to be what is Elohim sometimes called that's what it is the seven eyes of Allah right so that's still seven, seven right it's still seven that's still multiple more than one and it's still dealing with you know the seven eyes of Allah, you know, so that, that, yes, go ahead. I think, go ahead. I think, I think, well, well, a lot of people in, in understanding these things, they fail to understand that we're not, when we say the seven eyes of Allah, let, 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 let we have to take it sometimes we have to take it to a mundane perspective and a perspective where one can actually put their eyes on a particular thing that their mind their brains compute this, this this level of wisdom because you know men come to a lot by what they see and what they do so we can't never forget that part so look at the eyes on your head the eyes on your head are only instruments or tools on which you, they're ministered unto thyself. They're centennial. Meaning they collect the information and convey it to a certain, another particular portion of your existence. However, in and of itself, it's only a manifestation of the one. Just That's like right. sight. Yeah ability that we can see we can draw we, we, we can draw that physical quality back into the quality or characteristic or attribute of the 
Almighty, the one which is the all thing. So the sight is only a reflux or a reflection of a characteristic or an attribute that exists beyond the mundane or beyond your physical existence. But can one have, do one have the ability to sense that? That's a powerful so, question. Yeah. Because what 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 we what we tend to do more is that we have to understand that understanding is the rock upon which man builds. And understanding another word for understanding is comprehension. However, one can only perceive as far as their Minds, I will allow them to go. That's why a lot of people only perceive the world as far as they can perceive themselves. So we talk about the seven eyes of Allah. You know, we're talking about the one manifesting in seven different ways. Islam. But all still, all still being the one. The one operating in the three and the one operating in the seven. It's like consciousness can operate within your fingertip, but it can operate within your eye. But it's still the same consciousness. The consciousness that exists within the the the, the the eons of information that exists within my toenail is the same consciousness that exists within the millions of eons that exist within my eyes. Still the same one manifested in different degrees. However, can one sense the fact that they're not their eyes? We've been saying since we were children, my eye, my hand. We never had, we never said I, I, or hand, hand. Right. But can we sense? And then that's why I say, knowing thyself, you tend, knowing thyself, a man who knows thyself knows his Lord. Because in sensing himself and how he operates in his constitution, his frame, he understands how his Lord. That's, that's a very important part that you mentioned more in reference to that about the eye. I like how you broke that down because, again, when you say seven eyes of Allah, that's two points. Like you mentioned, it's the instrument, it's the manifestation, it's, it's that which is used by Allah. It becomes part of Allah in the sense that Allah is one and yet he is more than one. All things are one. And also the possession part of it. In other words, it belongs to Allah. Right? The Elohim belongs to Allah in, in the context when you read it from chapter 11, where it says the trial Allah breathed forth and stood seven spirits before his face. 
the Hebrews called these seven spirits Elohim. So, yeah, that in in um that is very important to mention. And um and you mentioned about the three and the seven. That that I think well um for some who get into it one thing that I see here is that there is a struggle with a lot of us and I'm speaking just in general to to make the transition from a Christian based mindset in other words if you came up in Christianity and all you were taught was God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Ghost right and the Son being Jesus that is your initial concept and idea given to you of of the great God of of what we know to be the causeless cause and the rootless root from which all things have grown. That's your concept. So now that is the rudiment that's the rudimentary base by which anything else that comes from it becomes your reference point. So when I hear when I've heard some you interchange the triune or confuse the triune with the Elohim maybe not intentionally but just in the way they use it like when you say uh, use the name of Jehovah to denote Elohim that's what I was getting into with the Genesis because the confusion comes in is that at a certain point if I'm not mistaken in the second chapter by the second chapter you have Lord God right that's introduced that's the word in english but the the hebrew uh transliteration or the the which is not even because there's no j in the in the hebrew language but for the sake of conversation jehovah elohim right and then probably by the third you get just the lord which is just jehovah by itself there is a transition. That transition is not by accident. That's that's purposeful. That's done. That is by design, and it has its place. The con. The the what? Go ahead. Please. I think one thing that we can understand, which that will help one understand, is that Elohim. Elohim is only in reference to creation. Elohim is only in reference to creation. Meaning, that's why it says that who are the Elohim? That's why we have that answer. Because outside of creation, what what purpose does it serve? That's that's a good question, right? So you have seven spirits who, in their boundless power, created everything that is or was. Now, so to yeah, and that's to your point, creation. Now, so in that story, where people use the Genesis story in their mind, because they're reading that 
creation story as one story. In their mind, that is all one, is all synonymous, interchangeable, interchangeable, etc. Right? And because we only go because we only speaking English and only have an understanding of English, then most of us, then that becomes the limitation. Because if I give you, I'll give you this example. And we can speak on this um, as Muslims who have um, studied Arabic or read Arabic to some degree. If you take a name, all right, I'll give you the example. We have, we know that there's 99 attributes of Allah in the, in the Quran of Mecca, in the great Quran of Muhammad. So it's it's known that these are attributes, right? Also within the Quran, there are times where the word we is used. Said we did this. Uh, we, not I, but a we. So it's understood throughout the whole Islamic world that you do not bind partners with Allah. That's considered shirk. Right. Right. Now. The question now becomes, and of course, we know that there's scholars, Islamic scholars that can speak to why the we is there. But when you have that plurality in the context of, of, of divine and relationship to man, then you would have to know the language, <laughs> you see what I'm saying, to be able to differentiate between. So what happens is, we, you know, having certain things taken away from us, nationality, of course, is one, birthright, language is another, and we're given what we're given, right, because we're supposed to give Christianity and the church back to the European, as it was prepared by their forefathers for their earthly salvation. If you give it, if you still have this um, European Christian mindset, then the only way, the your only concept of anything plural in terms of, of divinity and creator, because you mentioned a very important part. You said creation. They are creative spirits. So their function specifically is creation. Then their only concept is Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Right? And Father, Son, so everything becomes attributed to one of those three. Nothing outside of that. And however, we Yeah. What one thing we should pay attention to. And and what something you said you brought up in creation. We have seven creative spirits, right? Mm-hmm. But then we have seven days. But then we have seven days that are within a circle. Now, I, I, I often teach using shapes. 
because at times shapes can give a person the ability to take concepts and their brain can take this particular concept and give it a physical form that they that they can comprehend, right? So when we say oneness, when we say oneness, because that's what Tawheed is. Oneness, not one. We can only have oneness if we're bringing certain particular aspects or degrees together. Restoring, right? So we have this concept of Tawheed, which is oneness. Right? And we tend to, in a mathematical way, we see a, a, a circle to mean nothing. However, this circle has a lot of value. Because from within this circle comes one. From out of this circle comes one. However, what is one? We have to ask ourselves that. And then we have these seven days. Then we have these seven creative spirits. Now, this would this should take us out of the mundane, uh, out of the mundane perception that days are cycles of sunrise and sunset. Each one of these acts of creation, which the seven days actually represent, are. Are products of these seven creative spirits. It's long. It's long. You know, and in the science of the more science temple of America, and the teachings of our holy prophet, noble Drew Ali, so gracefully, simply put, from key ninety-seven down to one hundred one, that. The creation story is clearly illustrated. If one has eyes. Because we have. We already know that the Elohim, we already said the Elohim is the reference to creation. So we have who is Elohim? Elohim is the seven creative spirits that created everything that were, ever was, or ever more to be. What is Elohim sometimes called? The seven eyes of Allah. How many days are in the circle? That's day. How many days are in creation? Seven days. According to science, how many days are in a year? Seven days. So now we understand that this seven days is synonymous to a circle. So... Now that we know that these, these, these seven spirits are responsible for these seven days, now we can see the consciousness behind Then once we see the consciousness that's moving behind then then can we the triune of Islam. So with that, more what I would like to ask you, 
is because because I'm gonna I'm gonna draw it back to the question that the sister had. Using what you giving the breakdown that you break down that you get that you given, how did that how does that apply or relate to the triuna law? Because you you took the seven to the circle. So where does the triuna law come in? Wisdom, will, and love, right? Yes. In the Holy Quran of the Moorish Temple of America, we learn something about wisdom. We know that wisdom speaks from the high plane of spirit. Also, a word that can be contributed to wisdom is gnosis. You know, certainty that, you know, man and Allah are one. Right. Then we have will. We have what is a will? Will is a force. Then we have love. Allah is love. Which love is our highest principle. So, in my understanding, in how I see, what I see is the the boundless working all of these vehicles. Because we know that Allah, Allah is incomprehensible. Meaning that whatever we contributed to it, he's beyond that. Because of the limitations of some frame, because we do know that a finite mind can't comprehend things that are finite. So I would like to ask you, what your what what your concept? Islam, Islam. I I like what you said about that because that that speaks to the point I wanted to um, expound on. Incomprehensible, right? Because man is not far advanced advanced to live by faith. He cannot comprehend the things his eyes see not. So when you're dealing with, and I'm, I'm going to get into that, when you're dealing with man's level of comprehension, finite mind, the finite mind is only dealing with that which they see. They only process with their senses, physical senses. Right. Anything beyond that, they don't process, thus they don't comprehend. <laughs> they call them men, love the dark, they want not the light. They can't comprehend the light because it is not something you see physically, at least right. Right. not in your carnal state. So right. exactly. so to to reference that with Amor Sholi Quran, when we say when it says that the universal Allah is wisdom, will, and love, all men see not the triune Allah. Right. One see in so this is where it says it says one sees him as a law of might, another as a law of thought, another as a law of love. So that that means that you 
and I'm sure you've come across this, you come across uh, people from all walks of life, and if they were to describe God, who they call God to you, that what they attribute to in their from their perspective of God is narrow. Like, and this is no, you know, this is no disrespect to any group, but we know groups that will be on the street or individuals that be on the street preaching and they preach about judgment. <laughs> he said, God's going to bring rain fire down when, when the great God come down, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a certain, they see Allah from one perspective and to them, that is all of Allah. Man's ideal is his God and so as man unfolds, his God unfolds. Man's God today, tomorrow is not God. And then likewise, the nations of the earth see Allah from different points of view. That's perspective. And so he does not seem the same to everyone. Man names a part of Allah he sees into him, and this to him is all of Allah. And every nation sees a part of Allah. And every nation has a name for Allah. So um, one of the things I was uh, mentioning last night at the temple was that the name that we give, and this even goes down to us as human beings, the names that we give to Allah is based on our perception of Allah or what we attribute to Allah. That Allah has 99 names or attributes that's a tribute, what you attribute to Allah. So if you have a if you have a child, um, and let's say that child grows in um I'm just gonna use something just crazy. Um he he used to not bathe well. <laughs> and so he came up with the name, the nickname Stinky. You follow what I'm saying? Right. He didn't. He himself. Didn't, he himself didn't call himself stinky. Other people call him stinky. It became the nickname, and he, and it became part of him, attributed. So, in the very essence, exactly. So, in the very essence, when we name a law, when we, uh, when we even describe a law, it is from our perspective based on our level of understanding as you mentioned comprehension you know to comprehend and that goes back to that that verse a man's ideal is his god and so as man unfolds his god unfolds so as you unfold mentally and spiritually you you open the perspective in the in the boundaries and Allah is more than just the law of judgment. Allah is more than just this. So wisdom, will, and love deals with, you know, in its essence. And I'm, to answer your question, Mo, you know, there, and this is of a higher level, we know that there are certain uh, postulates that were set forth, but eternal thought is one. Right, and in essence, it is two. That's intelligence and force. And when they breathe, a child is born. This is love. So, just using that phrase, just keeping it right there. 
eternal thought, right? Finite minds cannot comprehend things infinite, right? The thought of Allah is infinite. So you take an infinite thought and in our in our in our state in in our best way of trying to comprehend this what is infinity right we we start with very simply wisdom will and love why because these three in one these three aspects of the one explains it starts to open the door on which we can comprehend how Allah is the great God in other words wisdom you mentioned it yourself you know wisdom in chapter one right wisdom speaks from out the highest plane of life will right will force is the will of Allah force is the will of Allah you have force and you have power power is a force and manifest so will is the force and then love love is that which truly you know conquers all and is encompassed of the harmony right there is no harmony without love I can't you know I get I, I just use this as an example I just came from the store right and I was about to get online and I saw an elderly man he had on a hat said Korean war vet he was walking Asiatic brother elder with a cane right and I knew off the, off the bat I was going to let him in front of me but he moved and he stopped and he looked at me and I just gestured go ahead and the thing about it is is that at that moment Mo, I knew that the reason why <laughs> He did that because he didn't know whether I had enough love to allow him in front of me. You get what I'm saying? In other words, we live in a world where people are, are self-centered, and in our in the self-centeredness, there's no there's a lack of love. But all life is bound by one cord. So harmony, there has to be love for harmony. And that's, and that's kind of an example of what I mean by wisdom, will, and love from my measure of understanding. And again, this is my measure of understanding with that, that, you know, and that adds on to what your point, everything you've spoken was spirit and life. We have to, you know, recognize the, 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 uh, the fact that this is, this is an infinite thought is beyond the comprehension of the finite mind but we we do our best to describe it within the state that we're in you know so wisdom will and love 
right? Which also, again, we're dealing with numbers. As you mentioned, the seven, there has to be the three. Because even with the three, there's three planes of existence. There's the spirit plane, there's the soul plane, and the plane of things made manifest, right? There's different things that you can correspond with in threes, right? Father, mother, child, right? So, you get what I'm saying? All these different things, A, B, C, one, two, three, we always, person, places, things, we easily recognize things through numbers and quantity in the easiest way when you want somebody to it, the easiest way to get somebody to remember something is to lay it out in three points if you go three points you get it if they can remember those three points these are the three main points morning, boom that's it morning noon yep. night morning noon night there you have it. you see what i'm saying it's it's that's the starting point of us getting to comprehend of law in my measure of understanding so that's yeah so that that's what islam islam and, you, and speaking about eternal thought right it brings me to back to this word consciousness word eternal thought and then you have wisdom then you have will then you have love you have the cotton Adam the force to propel and the expression of it is how to express it which is love and that was another way I saw that particular demonstration. Because from whence was consciousness proposed upon thee? And Key 94 also says, or, or, or the Quran question is, to whom do we refer to as being the great God? Great God. It says, who to whom do we refer to at times as being the great God? Allah. Showing and proving to your point earlier that all nations don't see Allah alike, right? However, the degree of wisdom that the Prophet Noble Du Ali is raising us to is that we understand at times we call the great God this, meaning that we acknowledge all other divine names of yes. the great God, the one. So whom do I worship? I worship the one. But also, I see the one in everything that I encounter. Or at least I try. That's the mission. To see it in everything. That's why another thing that I learned was like, it says, to even show love to again, the folk who seek to do you harm. Do you know how hard that is? 
Very hot. Very hot. That means the very one that you despise, you have to be able to see a lot. That's a very tough thing. <laughs> but when we understand that this one is manifesting through all things, teaching lessons from every angle and point and degree. Then we can see it with the eyes of soul how this one is working in so many things that our finite minds perceive. And then we understand at that point that it's only one reality, it's only one thing actually at work. No matter what name you give it, each nation is acknowledging it from different Just like I had, I heard a discussion in another clubhouse. You know, I stay silent. I go listen. I stay silent. But one was trying to place it was a Hebrew sister they were trying to attempt to place Yahweh against Allah as if they're two separate but I had to explain to the brothers that brothers, you gotta understand where a person can however what I mean by this is first we have to knock down a language barrier and just break the principle and when we look at this, we see the same attributes are involved and given to each being. So it can't be two of them. It'll be manifest, two manifestations of one. One whom you see or perceive from your level of comprehension and the level of comprehension that I speak from. However, it's still only one that plays. It's like a great human drama, brother. Everything happening at one time, but our, our mind can only, can only comprehend it by fragmentalizing it, so we have to see it day by day, minute by minute. That's how the human brain is processing this information. But you and I know that how much information can be held within a cell, brother. Um, infinite or close to it. In the cell? Yeah. Yeah, we can't fathom. So when we can get to the point where we can see this one working and all of that, but that takes a very trained mind. Comprehend. And the prophet Nova Ali put that to and I heard Brother Sweet Anya Bay. So beautiful. 
when he said that the, the very first sentence, I never was a man was not was an initiation, always in itself. Because once you start to even sample it, you take yourself outside of this mundane situation. It's like being, it's like I heard a, uh, a lecture, I can't remember his name, but he said, when you become conscious of the program and you are paying attention to the program, you place yourself outside of the program. So, when you become conscious that you are conscious and step outside of the dimensions of height, width, and depth and time, then you can start seeing things from this particular level. But, you know, uh, back to finite mind, same comprehension that I am tonight, and I'm still you know, growing to understand the very things that I'm saying. You know, I reveal more every time I pop it. However, the wisdom is so bad, you know, how can I perfectly say it? I can only say it from my love. Islam, and that's, that's a very, um, important point that you made um, especially in reference to chapter one because you now get into a space where you become the observer you know you, you know you to be the observer of it is to be the one to recognize the separation that truly that man, Himself is not the body, nor the soul, but a spirit and a part of Allah. We are part of the one. And what we're experiencing is the experience to recognize that we are part of the one. So you go through these, you go through these um, trials and temptations and the conflict that cannot be told in words but one thing is for sure you will experience a transition that is known as death and death is no enemy to man it is a friend so this death that is a friend that you know cuts that cord right it it, it just cuts the cord that binds a human boat to earth that it may sail on smoother seas that is a release so you're so you're now released from the the bind you're released from the bind of of that which is dictated by this plane of things made manifest so as we go through this life you know, really to to recognize um, Allah, right? Because 
Prophet was so beautiful about what the Prophet gave us was that he pretty much said it all throughout. <laughs> you know, know yourself and your father, God Allah. That's it. That that was a that was a, a simple statement that was on the back of our Holy Quran and more Science Simple America. It's a simple statement that stands by itself. And then you have the other statements. But right at underneath where it says the Holy Quran and more Science Simple America, then it says, Know yourself and your father God Allah. Then that's by itself. And then underneath there's another statement that you may learn to love instead of hate. Every man need to worship under his own vine and fig tree. The United Agent. That's important. Like we don't like those subtleties. You know what I'm saying? If you would have asked me what to study, I was replying yourself. Those subtleties that yourself and by teaching them to be themselves. So you have to be able on the study of yourself see Allah and in your journey of searching for Allah you have to find yourself no? <laughs> you can't get around it because man himself is not the body nor the soul he is a spirit and a part of Allah listen to this now now that we get that we now listen to what you said man is not the body nor the soul That's the redeeming back to the highest plane of life with his father, God, Allah. Man and Allah are one, but he debased himself. That's the gnosis, right? That's understanding. That's that's wisdom. Of wisdom, what have you to say? Islam. Yes, sir. Of wisdom, what have you to say? Wisdom, will, and love. You see what I'm saying? Like it still it takes you back to Allah. <laughs> Just as you think about it, the question that was asked to Jesus of wisdom, what have you to say? It is, and Jesus said, "It is the consciousness that man is ought that Allah and man are one." So that's the that's the wisdom. The wisdom, like you, you was, you are basically. You know, as a, as a brother told me, um, 
one thing about water is that it's always going back to its source. Mm. Whether, like regardless of the form it's in. Islam. And then, and then we even see that in the Holy Quran, we see the water acting just like that in the physical form. Yes. Yes. Regardless of its form, whether it's liquid, whether it's um, gas, or whether it's solid, it's always on the journey back to the source of more water. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we we truly we, we have this wisdom given to us by the prophet to recognize the fact that you know what we see here with our with our physical eyes what we hear with our physical ears is the illusion because it passed away can truth change truth cannot change nor pass away what is truth what truth is art what is art art is a law right that's truly it you know so it's like truth is but one yes sir I would like I would just like to say you know without science you know a combination of science you know what we plan can still be seen seen superstitious to an untrained mind true Right. However, when we start when when they are introduced to as the prophet gives us, look at how beautifully and simply it's put. But within the simplicity, it lies the depth. Right. That our holy Quran give us these lessons. Our holy prophet give us these lessons. He gave us the lessons and automatically and completely automatically gave us an attack number mathematics and gave us a comprehensive understanding as it relates to spirituality and mathematics how they go hand in hand but how many people are talking so the spirit huh. of the energy is numbers. Because just like there's a letter of the law, there's a spirit of the law. So it's just that the letter and yes. the letter is the spirit of the letter. These why in ancient in, in, in proto Semitic language families and amongst the the, 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 the wise, shall I say, they'll tell you that each letter and number has an energy. So in essence, numbers are energy. But how? We're not taught that. That's right. We're not. Numbers is energy and numbers is frequency. Just like we frequency of energy. Yes. Three is wisdom, will, and love. The spirit behind the numbers. That's right. 
Islam. Spirit behind the number. It always manifests. Salvation is a ladder reaching from the heart of man to the heart of Allah. It has three steps. <laughs> it has three steps. Belief is first, then there's faith, and then there's fruition. Everything is like Prophet gave us is so beautiful. It it speak like you said, it speaks so simply, but you can see it in manifestation and in application everywhere. It's not it's not a far reach if you would just take the time to observe. to listen to be still observe yes to observe as soon as you start observing, and in order for you to observe, yes what happens <laughs> when you truly observe what happens when you truly observe. When, you're conscious, when you're conscious that you observe When you're conscious that That's you're observing, you're, you're, you're understanding that you're not with your system. Right. Oh. You have to. It, it's, it's like you mentioned before about the uh, about the water. The water, you can't see the bottom of the ocean if when there's ripples <laughs> the water has to be still to see the bottom so likewise you know that comes from that hearing the still small voice from within he who hears is still that's what meditation is about to uh, to to get to this place you have to you have to be if you're willing to observe to observe there has to be a stillness you, you know what I'm saying? You can't truly talk and listen at the same time. It can't be, you know, like you can't play and record at the same time. There has to be a stillness in order for you to receive that which is around you, you know, because truly then you see the interconnectedness of it all, right? How all life is bound by one chord, how you are part of that rootless root and causes cause from which all things is grown. You you can get to see that. Otherwise, that aspect doesn't um, it doesn't truly resonate. It won't you won't get it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely it's a it's a beautiful thing. Definitely is. Um one of the things I wanted to just kind of build on um, speaking to what what you were speaking about was that aspect of numbers as energy, you know. Speak on that more, brother, if you if you don't mind. Primarily do without frequency. 
say when when we say Allah, what do we primarily do? If we say if we if we were to say Allah and use our hand, what would it look like? Oh. One. <laughs> One. Right. Right. numbers and the energy and I like what you said there because you always recognize that as you mentioned with Allah you put that symbol of one that one is the thought you know what I'm saying and when I, I go back to the thought because thought is energy right so thought is the cause of it all the numbers deal with the representation of frequency. In other words, in quantity first. Quantity first and and frequency subsequent. And reason why I say that, all right, if you say Allah is one, Allah is one, Allahu Ahad, you automatically, you talked about the oneness, you automatically recognize that Allah being one, that there is no other Allah. There is not a second Allah. <laughs> you catch what I'm saying? Which becomes the add-on. You can't you can't add to Allah. And Allah being one, Allah exists, so you're not taken away from Allah. Right? So 
that is that is almost like a pool of energy within and of itself just one and then we talked we talked about the triumph right the triumph wisdom will and love those three like I said you you break down it in a level of understanding comprehension you deal with three and it keep and it keeps it simple so now we get into an aspect of when numbers repeat themselves three okay then the three breathes forth seven so now that's a that's another expression in and of itself from the three notice these are the, now these first three numbers one three and seven are odd it's not even it's not a even split the seven we always look at seven seven creative spirits seven angels these are like it's the energy of activity seven is a number of perfection the number of perfect man there's an activity in perfecting oneself there's an activity your body goes through changes and becomes renewed basically every seven days Your body has a biological clock, right? So many different things we can use with the seven. But there's activity with seven. That's a frequency. So when numbers, and then we can go on into 12, 9, 9, 12, et cetera, et cetera. But these numbers repeat, you know, and that deals with law of correspondence. When these numbers repeat, that's frequency. The, the frequency is basically dealing with um, incidences that recur throughout a period of what? Time. Time never was when man was not. So time never so if time never was when man was not right recognizes that there was a beginning of time and man always was that, that immediately like brother Sharif any Bay said that immediately takes you outside the construct of time because now you existed before time. You recognize that you as spirit man existed before there was a thing known as time. But in the construct of time that we operate now, things, there there are periods, things that repeat itself. So so you go from the one to the three. Now you get, you get what I'm saying? The, to the seven, the three, the triangle law, which is three and one, Three, fourth, seven created and stood the seven created spirits, and they in their balanced power created everything that ever was or is. So now that creativity is activity. That creation is activity. It's going, creation is a process. Creation is something that takes time. <laughs> you got seven days of, you know what I'm saying? How many days are in a creation? seven days that's activity how many days are in a circle seven days right according to science how many days are in a year seven days space matter time because the creation deals with what bringing that into the material right space circle the circle is a shape a geometrical shape that occupies the space is me- it's measurable it's measure measure of at least within the space of that circle 
And then the year we know is a measurement of time. So just getting into that, how how numbers deal with frequency, because the question could be asked, what do days have to do with a circle? Why when you say seven days, how many days are in the circle? Why would that question why would the prophet ask that question? You know, I always thought it was a shape. It was seven days because we dealing with cycle ages. Mastermind, we measure time by cycle ages. So if we now measure time, time never was when man was not. Now we are in the process where the masters are measuring time by cycles, ages, before we got into this linear time and the calendar and all of that, now you're dealing with nature. Things happen in nature. There are seasons that take place, right? There's four seasons <laughs> and it repeats itself. In the symbol that we have known as the circle seven, you'll see four openings. And it, it, within that, we, you know, we call that, you can say it's the, the four directions. You can say it's four seasons. You can even say it's the four cardinal points of the Zodiac. But the point I'm making is that you're dealing, when you say seven days, you're still dealing with time. So there are break points or gates within time, things that mark we're now entering into a new phase, right? So we just entered into spring. It's getting a little warmer now. You don't you don't have to wear your winter gear anymore. There's things that come in, but it's going to come back around to a point where it's going to get colder, right? So there's frequency, and we count we start measuring these cycles, and there's great there's cycles within cycles. We all know you know the equinox and you know, the uh, astrological ages and all that stuff. But my point of it is, is that everything comes around. And in us doing that, the masters recognize that at certain times, there's certain things that you you are, is more opportune and more advantageous to do. The woman goes through her cycle called the menstrual cycle, right? Every month. Right? We're, in a t- we're in a period of Ramadan. You measure Ramadan by what? The new moon. The moon. The crescent. I'm sorry. The crescent. And um, you that happens every what, approximately 28 days. Right? So the lunar, because you're dealing with the lunar month. These are things that we always recognize, you know, are ancient um, forefathers and mothers that this is how we operate in life you know to mark time until we get to this point where we, we break out of time because we, we're no longer in this plane of things made manifest so but while we're here we keep these things going because we are the mothers and fathers of civilization you know you know, we we originally had the title of Lord of all the planes of manifest before we gave up our birthright by gratifying the lowest self. So 
these keys to recognize our purpose in all of this, you know, our purpose in having this, this knowledge, having this knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, having this level of connection with the law who leads on <laughs> in victory. The law is leading on in victory. Is sure. we, we're not leading anything. The law is leading this. We're just, you know, if we attune our will to the deific will, which is the will of Allah, then the resurrect and the will of Allah and the will of man become one, then the resurrection is a fact. You know, resurrection means to stand again. That you can truly stand up. You know, truly be more than just a beast of burden and just operate off of carnal, carnal desire. You know, and that's your lower self. So we we want to raise up to that that level of being our higher self. And these and these tools that that the Prophet gave us, you know, through this Moorish Holy Quran allows us to be able to see it for what it is. So, you know, I, I definitely, you know, give gratitude and praise for that. You know. But um I know I was I was uh Islam you know, getting in my bag for a minute. But I was I was definitely I'm you know that's it's Islam. Islam Islam Yes sir. Islam, praise Allah, praise Allah. But definitely, Mo, this is this is a um, this is what I like to talk about, Mo. As you already know, I love to have these type of conversations. Yes, sir. Um, and I definitely want to give uh, gratitude to everyone who uh, joined in to listen. Um, so I'm gonna give a shout out to y'all. Um, just want to let you know more. Um, I have the replay on, so what I'm going to do later on is download this and uh, upload it in the podcast, and it will show up on uh, uh, YouTube as well. So I hope you don't mind uh, me putting it up. I'm going to build. I think this is a good conversation. You feel like it's sufficient? It's long. I think I think you know I, I believe that you know others can can get something off of this. I think anytime we speak in reference to uh, Allah, you know, every time we speak with you know with the with the best of intentions and speak on what the Prophet gave us, I think it can always be of a benefit, you know. And I, and I give gratitude to Allah that that He has shown me that. That that has been the case, you know. Whenever we speak on that, uh, and uh, we don't get into a lot of the lower vibration conversations, which you know, man is truth and false is strangely mixed, so it can all it can happen, you know. But you know, conversations like this, you know, if a, if you, if if it's truly meant to be, it's going to speak to someone's soul, you know. Because I can speak from my experience. This, this is the type of information that has spoken to my soul, and I, I, I think you can attest to the same. So I praise Allah for that. Yes, indeed. And I would say, you know, in anything that is 
especially about particular topics that arise in this particular portion of the Only thing I can say about topics and especially about things that have happened in the past. What these things, our dialogue about these things should not be uh, uh, a source of separation. It should actually be a, a source where we all could, you know, honestly, sincerely view history for what it is. Learn from what it is that we are to learn from because everybody will pull something from because a lot speaks to man through man. So, therefore, we all learn our lessons. You know, it should be a learning. It should not be a point of separation. Nothing should. Especially when we can find a law working in Islam. Islam. Absolutely. Absolutely, Lord. Praise Allah. Praise Allah. Gratitude, brother. I appreciate you um, getting, jumping in and, and, and conversing with me and demonstrating. And uh, we will definitely do this again. Um, like I said, anytime um, I have this, I start a room. I probably do it. I, I more than likely will do it uh, weekends, Saturdays, or Sundays. But not. It may not be every week. But when I do, I will definitely send you the invite. You know what I'm saying? Love to have you on. Always, always a pleasure talking to you, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's mine, my yes. brother. Islam, Islam, likewise. All praise to Allah. Honors to all honors that have been given. Honors to you, my brother. And uh, definitely honors to everyone that's joined in as well. So until next time, my brother, talk to you soon. Peace and love, my brother. Peace and love. Ramadan Mubarak. Ramadan Kareem. Islam.